Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and I've been recording a series, Sun Through the Signs. Um, And then, of course, I do my new and full moon forecast, but I always like to add something different. I like diversity, and I like to switch up the energy, and I like to talk about things I'm passionate about. I think that if I'm excited about it, other people will be excited about it. Um, Not saying I'm not totally excited about what I'm doing already, um, but I like diversity, and I do like talking about different things, and I'm really excited to talk about Ayurveda today. So, I've realized that when I talk about Vedic astrology, especially with other Vedic astrologers, we always talk about Ayurveda as well. It always gets brought up. And so I feel like the Ayurveda is such an important part of life. But then also as a Vedic astrologer, it can really help bring so much awareness to your studies and also help you understand yourself. Therefore, giving you more of a chance to bring yourself back into balance. Because if you can see what's out of balance or what's going on, you can implement things to help bring yourself back into balance. So I'm going to be talking about Ayurveda today and how it interacts with and can be seen in your Vedic astrology chart. So Ayurveda is an ancient Eastern medicine, and it looks at everything holistically. So it's going to look at your physical constitution, It's going to look at your physical build. It's also going to look at your lifestyle, how you live your life on a daily basis. It's going to look at your diet and what you're eating on a regular basis. It's going to look at your practices and your habits. Okay. And by approaching all of these things and implementing change in some way, and that may be adding food to your diet. It may be taking away certain foods from your diet It may be adding a meditation practice. It may be slowing you down and reducing the amount of travel you're doing. Doing these things can bring you back into balance depending on what you've got going on. So in Western medicine, for instance, if we have a headache, we take a Tylenol. In Ayurveda, if you have a headache, they're going to look at everything that you're doing holistically and try to change Maybe you're having too much coffee. Maybe you're not getting enough sleep. Maybe you're sincerely just doing too much and you're getting a stress headache. So what, how can you, what meditation or what practices or what lifestyle change can you implement into your life to reduce the odds of you getting headaches? So that's how Ayurveda works. And something that Ayurveda is very popular for are the doshas. And doshas represent constitutions. But remember, This isn't just a physical constitution. This is like a subtle energy that's in everything around us. So everything that we see and interact with in our life is going to have a constitution that's relatable to each of these doshas. And that includes our emotions. It includes our thoughts and our actions, right? Our lifestyle. And of course, how we eat. We are all born with a constitution. We have a natural dosha that we're subscribed at birth. And depending on how we're living our life, we can be more or less in balance. And so we're going to start talking about that. But what I'm especially going to do for this podcast is talk about how the planets and the signs can show you um, the constitutions of Ayurveda and really what doshas go with each sign and planet. It's really fascinating stuff. Once you start paying attention to this, you'll see 
that Vedic astrology and Ayurveda go hand in hand. So the first dosha is kapha, or the first dosha that we'll talk about, rather. <laughs> there is no necessarily an order to them. I think actually it goes VPK, but we'll talk about kapha first. So kapha is a heaviness. It's a dullness. It's represented by a sliminess, a slimy texture, weighted down. This dosha is also representative of compassion, nurturing, longevity, commitment, loyalty. So it's kind of like this earthy, watery energy. When we look at pitta, pitta is hot, oily, ambitious, competitive. It also represents rashes. So this is the person who steps up to be the leader. They may have freckles or a reddish hue on their skin. That's more of a constitution of a physical constitution. They may be workaholics, not stopping until they drop. Do, do, do is a pitta. Competitive, once again. Vata is creativity, vitality, changing, flexibility in thought and in mind. Something else that goes with vata is anxiety or anxiousness. And something that goes more with kappa is depression. And now keep in mind, these doshas and constitutions, they can be more or less in balance. So just because you have anxiety doesn't necessarily mean you are a vata. It means you have a vata imbalance of your mind, of your thoughts. If you have depression and it's hard for you to get up in the morning, that's an, that's an imbalance of kappa energy. It doesn't necessarily mean that your natural constitution is kappa. So what we would need to do is help give you certain foods, give you certain lifestyle changes to help bring kappa back into balance and make it easier for you to get up and moving in the morning. So that's a little taste of how it begins to work. And there are tastes in Ayurveda, which I wish that we could cover today. I'm going to try to keep this very much centered on Vedic astrology. And if you all are interested in it in the future, maybe I'll post some more segments on Ayurveda and different foods and activities and whatnot. But so based off of what I just said, we're going to look at the sun. The sun is a ball of fire. People who have a strong sun in their chart are natural leaders. They're ambitious. That is Pitta. Sun is a Pitta planet. When we look at the moon, it's this watery, emotional planet. It's represented by Soma, which is this thick, slimy um, life force. It's fertility. Soma is the fluid of fertility, if you will. Um, the moon is nurturing and caring. It has that round quality to it. That is a kappa planet. So the moon is kappa. Mercury likes to hold on to things, okay? It likes to retain, but it's also a quick moving planet. It's the messenger in Vedic astrology. So I always consider Mercury to be tridoshic. I think that it's a little bit of all of them of all of the doshas, vata, pitta, and kappa. Though I have noticed when people have moon 
in a mercurial sign. So remember, Virgo and Gemini are ruled by Mercury. I've noticed that when the moon comes into Gemini or Virgo, people can have some imbalance of vata. They may get out of balance easily, giving them anxiety, or maybe they're moving around a lot and they can't seem to sit still. Um, But then I've noticed that if people have a rising sign like Gemini or Virgo, they tend to be a little bit more tridoshic. So this is something that you can look out for for yourself. Something else that I should mention is kappa is generally related to like weight and water retention. Again, heaviness, people who put on weight easily. Um, And then vata is more like of a lightness and a thinness. And it's harder for people to put on weight. And now keep, and pitta is more of like a muscular competitive type of body, um, athletic. I think I said that. Um, and so even though you see someone who is overweight, it doesn't mean that they are kappa by nature. They may have a kappa imbalance. If you see someone who is extremely thin, they may not be naturally thin by nature. They may have an extreme vata imbalance. Okay, so you have to look out for these things. Just because somebody is presenting a certain way on the outside, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's their natural born dosha. We become out of balance as we move through life, and there are steps we can take to come back into balance, certainly. Something else that I should mention is a pitta has a very strong digestion so they can eat whatever they want without being affected at all. Vatas have a very sensitive digestion. It's harder for them to digest raw food. So like raw carrots, raw vegetables, it can really upset a vata's digestion. And kappa digestion is more of like constipation and it's hard. Again, it's slow moving. It's hard to move through. So that's something else to keep in mind when you're looking at your own chart. It's again, very fascinating stuff. Um, So we were at Mercury being more of a tridoshic planet. We look at Mars. Mars is the warrior. It represents blood and fighting, moving forward, competitive nature. Of course, Mars is Pitta, no question asked. Venus is up for debate. There are many astrologers that say Venus is primarily a Kappa planet and secondarily a Vata planet. And now you may be thinking that these two things are contradictory, but they're really not. They're not that contradictory. And everyone that you're going to come in contact with is made up of these three constitutions. So they're not mutually exclusive. All of us have kappa, pitta, vata in our system. So Venus, I've noticed that if... There are many planets in Taurus or in Libra. This gives Venus a more of a kappa nature. So if you're listening to this and you have many planets in Taurus or you have many planets in Libra, I would say that this brings a more kappa nature to you. If your rising sign is Taurus or Libra, both of these signs are ruled by Venus. So if your rising sign is a Libra or a Taurus, I've noticed that the physical constitution is more of a vata. I hope that I said that right. I'm like thinking back to what I just said. And I'm like, I I hope that I said that right. So if many planets are in a Venus sign, Taurus or Libra, Kappa. Rising sign, 
Libra Taurus Vata. Okay. And this is what I've noticed myself. You're welcome to do your own exploration with this. Saturn restricts. It takes things away. It's hard to gain here, right? Saturn restricts and it never denies. Saturn is Vata. However, there is also a Kappa quality to Saturn. Once it makes up its mind, it stays there for a long time. So once you finally get that job or once you finally get that relationship, it takes a long time for it to reach its expiration. It stays. So Saturn has a high Vata quality and some Kappa quality. Jupiter. Jupiter is Kappa. It's this massive planet. It's generous. It's caring. It loves sweets. All of these qualities are very Kappa. Rahu is Vata. It's mysterious. It's an illusion. It's hard to catch that quick moving energy. Rahu is Vata. Ketu has been said to be Pitta. It destructs your karma. It burns up what you're supposed to burn up in this life. So K2 is often associated with Pitta. I've noticed that if people have K2 in the first house, it brings on more of a Vata quality in that it is harder for people to put on weight. It may give them some anxiety. So I associate K2 with Pitta and Vata. Depending on the individual, you always have to look at it holistically. And so those are planets and how they're associated with Ayurveda doshas. Now we're going to look at the signs. So Aries is ruled by Mars. It's this competitive sign, right? It loves to move forward. It loves to be the leader. It's impulsive. That's also very Pitta. Pitta rules Aries. Now we get to Taurus. Taurus is an earth sign, but it's also ruled by Venus like we were discussing earlier. Taurus has a kappa nature, a strong kappa nature in that it's loyal and devoted. There are also some vata tendencies that come with Taurus, especially Taurus rising. I've noticed that people will have a lot of vata tendencies. I'm not necessarily saying their physical dosha is vata, but they may have an easy vata imbalance where they feel like they spin out or they feel that they're anxious, Um, maybe some digestion digestion issues I've seen with having signs in Taurus or Taurus rising. Um, but Taurus is that earth sign. So it brings on a lot of those earthy Kappa qualities. Gemini is an air sign and it's ruled by Mercury. Gemini, I would say is a very Vata sign though. Overall, I'd say it's tridoshic. It's a little bit of all of them, and it's changeable depending on the person. Cancer. Cancer is the sweet, loyal, loving, nurturing sign. So, of course, kappa is also a water sign. It is kappa. Leo is pitta, ruled by the sun. It's that hot fire sign, Leo. Of course, it's pitta. Virgo is tridoshic. But it's also an earth sign. So Virgo and Gemini are both ruled by Mercury. But Gemini is an air sign where Virgo is an earth sign. So the tendency towards Virgo, I would say, is Kappa. 
Um, but again, it's a very tridoshic sign. So I've seen people with Virgo rising who are more tridoshic, really, um, and very grounded. They have a lot of grounded qualities. But when I meet people with moon in Virgo, I've noticed a lot of Vata tendencies. Libra is an air sign ruled by Venus. Libra is a very Vata sign, especially Libra risings. I can't name how many Libra risings I know that are just very Vata <laughs> in nature. Um, Scorpio, it's actually a water sign, but it's ruled by Mars. So this is where we get the mix of Kappa and Pitta because it's ruled by Mars, which is very Pitta, but it's a water sign, which brings these emotional qualities to it. So it can be Pitta and Kappa. I would say primarily Pitta, secondarily Kappa. Sagittarius is another one that's up for a debate. So Sagittarius is a fire sign, but it's ruled by Jupiter, which is a very Kappa planet. People are never just one dosha. They have a primary and secondary dosha. Some people are tridoshic, meaning that they don't really subscribe to any one. And these people are generally very healthy as well. Um, but there are going to be people who are primarily kappa, secondarily vata, or primarily pitta, secondarily kappa. Okay, so you're always really going to have two that you're kind of looking at. I've noticed that when I meet people, especially Sagittarius rising, they're pretty even mix between Pitakapa. I would say primarily Kappa being ruled by Jupiter, secondarily Pitta because Sag is um, a fire sign. Capricorn. Capricorn is an earth sign ruled by Saturn. Vata Kappa. I've seen a lot of Capricorn risings that have Vata qualities. I've met people with many signs in Capricorn that, or excuse me, a lot of planets in Capricorn that bring more Kappa qualities. So if the individual, when I keep on bringing up the rising sign, what I'm basically saying is that the individual themselves is ruled by this planet. So if somebody is a Capricorn rising, they're ruled by Saturn. Saturn rules Capricorn. That's their first house ruler is an extremely important planet to look at. If somebody has a different rising sign and they have lots of planets in that sign, of course, there's going to be a lot of energy there. It's go, it may have less of an impact on them than the rising sign themselves. The rising sign is always going to take precedence. So if somebody is a Capricorn rising, their ruling house is Saturn. So I'd say, wow, okay, that's very Vata. When I see someone, let's say, and they're a Leo rising and they have lots of planets in Capricorn, that's going to bring on more of a Kappa nature, in my opinion. If the moon now is in Capricorn, that may bring some Vata of the mind as well, some anxiety. Aquarius is an air sign ruled by Saturn. So that's like double air. Air is Vata. Vata is that moving wind, okay? So they, this is a very Vata sign, and I laugh because I have a dear friend, and she is a um, Aquarius rising, and her Saturn is in Capricorn, so she's just very Vata and very artistic. 
I don't know if I said this yet. Um, vata is artistic expression. Pisces. Pisces is a water sign ruled by Jupiter. So that's like double kappa. Pisces is a kappa sign. So I hope that this brought some awareness to Ayurveda. And I highly encourage you, you and your chart, this is the best little Petri dish that you'll have to look at. So thinking about Ayurveda, thinking about Vata, Pitta, Kappa, think about what you relate with most. And then go and look at your Vedic astrology chart and it will blow your mind. Um, You may find, oh, wow, I really associate with Vata. I feel that quick moving energy. I feel very artistic. Um, I have anxiety at times. And then you'll find perhaps you have many planets in Aquarius or you're in Aquarius rising, or maybe you associate with Kappa and you're like, wow, like that moon energy. I really understand that. I feel that intuitive desire to nurture other people. You may find that you're a cancer rising ruled by the moon. So hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully you learned something today. If you have any questions or like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can also visit innerknowing.yoga. I think that all the links are working now. And please follow Astrology Now's very own Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez. Thank you so much.